This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals only. Welcome to another episode of the Diabetes Knowledge into Practice podcast, bringing you news, views and updates in diabetes care. This episode is supported by an educational grant from Novo Nordisk AS, who have had no influence on the content. I'm Emma, and this is another News Flash episode to update you on newly published data, summarising the key takeaways in under five minutes. Today we're reporting on a study published in Diabetes, Obesity and Metabolism by Daniel Quast and colleagues, titled Macronutrient Intake, Appetite, Food Preferences and Exocrine Pancreas Function After Treatment with Short and Long-Acting GLP-1 Receptor Agonists in Type 2 Diabetes. We know that GLP-1 receptor agonists are used to treat type 2 diabetes through the reduction of both hyperglycemia and body weight, and they've also been shown to offer cardiovascular protection in people at high risk. It's understood that they reduce body weight by promoting satiety and reducing appetite, which means that people taking them will consume fewer calories. They also slow gastric emptying. Past studies have shown that the blood glucose-lowering effect of short-acting agents, such as lixicenotide, is mostly driven by slowing gastric emptying, whereas in the case of long-acting agents, such as liraglutide, this is predominantly through the stimulation of insulin secretion and reduction of glucagon. The authors of this study aim to assess if short- and long-acting agents affected appetite, food intake and body weight in different ways. They therefore designed a small 10-week trial of 50 Caucasian participants randomised to either liraglutide or lixacenatide, blinded to investigators but unblinded to participants due to the differing injection devices. Participants were aged between 18 and 70 years and had a body mass index of between 18 and 40 kilograms per metre squared and type 2 diabetes diagnosed for at least three months with an HbA1c between 6.5 and 10%. They could also be treated with mono or combination therapy, including combinations of metformin, sulfonylureas, thiazolidindiones and insulin. The endpoints assessed included body weight, gastric emptying and food intake, which was assessed by offering the participants a buffet four hours after drug administration following an overnight fast. After 10 weeks of treatment, weight loss was more pronounced in the liraglutide group, with a mean loss of 3.6 kilograms than in the lexicenotide group with a mean loss of 1.9 kilograms. Both treatment groups showed a significantly reduced food intake from the buffet offered, with only minor differences between the two groups. The authors wrote that although marginal differences were found for fat intake, the data did not suggest that short and long-acting GLP-1 receptor agonists exert a substantial difference in macronutrient intake and food composition, and that the data indicated a favourable impact of both agents on these endpoints. The investigators also assessed gastric emptying and gastrointestinal-related symptoms to determine whether these are related to appetite and energy intake. No correlation was found between gastric emptying and gastrointestinal symptoms. While delayed gastric emptying did significantly correlate with reduced total energy intake, it did not correlate with a decrease in body weight or BMI. The authors wrote that this was a novel finding which supports the hypothesis that delayed gastric emptying during GLP-1-RA treatment is not the primary determinant for weight loss and is unrelated to gastrointestinal symptoms. Finally, increased lipase levels are frequently observed during GLP-1 receptor agonist treatment and the investigators assessed whether this is associated with changes in pancreatic function. They found that both treatment groups' exocrine pancreas function increased after treatment but that lipase levels only increased after treatment with liraglutide. 
the changes in lipase levels were negatively correlated with one measure of pancreatic function, beta-carotene levels, but not correlated with another measure, faecal elastase. The authors concluded that they found no relationship between the increase in lipase levels and exocrine pancreas function, and that both lixacenatide and liraglutide showed a benefit on exocrine pancreas function. The authors caution that although the data do not suggest a substantial difference in food and macronutrient intake between short- and long-acting GLP-1 receptor agonists, the long-term influence of the short-acting agents on gastric emptying probably differs compared to long-acting due to the phenomenon of tachyphylaxis observed with long-term administration of the long-acting agents. The study limitations included that the evening meal prior to fasting the day before the assessment was not standardised, and food intake during the 10-week treatment period was not monitored. The study also excluded participants with pre-existing gastrointestinal symptoms, which the authors noted are often present in patients with type 2 diabetes. Finally, the authors cautioned that, although intended to demonstrate differences between long- and short-acting compounds, these results should not be extrapolated to other GLP-1 receptor agonists. Thanks for listening to this data summary. For more updates on new data and publications, subscribe to the podcast so you can receive these as soon as they're released. We look forward to joining you next time.